Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode of Comic Talk, the podcast, episode number 96 of Comic Talk, and we have got a doozy for you today. Today, Matthew Redpala, Alicia Uribe, Vidalia Hogan, back in the Zoom chat with me, and we are talking top five baseball movies. Hey, guys, want to have a little catch? Yes, we're talking all, all of the movies get brought up. Bull Durham, Major League, uh, Moneyball, Rookie of the Year, Angels in the Outfield, The Sandlot, The Bad News Bears, For Love of the Game, Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner. We talk about all of that and a lot more on episode number 96. So much fun to do these episodes and I've got some more uh, group episodes coming up in the near future. Uh, I think this is the way we're going to go from now on. Uh, Just doing a podcast every other week and doing some kind of tell me your top five. Of course, I still want to talk to comics. I still want to talk to artists. I still want to talk to people that inspire me. But this is where the podcast is today. Top five baseball movies. A couple of weeks from now, we're doing top five alternative albums of the 80s. Uh, A couple weeks from now, we're doing top five Taylor Swift songs. Uh, I reached out to the guys from Dad Rock today to see what they want to do a podcast about. So we're just having a lot of fun with it, and we're just getting through it best we can. And like I said, just having fun recording these podcasts, bringing it straight to you, the folks listening on your radio, the folks listening in your car, at work, whatever it is you might be doing. We're also on YouTube. If you want to check us out on YouTube, that's fine. Just stream us, like us, subscribe to us, rate us, leave a comment. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Anyway, my name is Jesse Rivera. I'm going to shut up now. Here is episode number 96 of Comic Talk, the podcast. Jesse, Matt, Vidalia, and Alicia talking top five baseball movies. Here we go. Batter up. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back. How is everyone? Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, you, you guys, you guys up for a game of catch? You have a catch? <sighs> yep. I'm ready. All right. Top five baseball movies. And um, I thought this was going to be easy. I thought I was just going to be able to call it in, you know, like I've watched baseball movies my whole life, you know, um, but it, it really, I was really uh, surprised that how much these movies uh, pulled at the heartstrings and how much um, I just had these great memories of the Lamont JBA and, you know, walking to the park and, and uh, watching, you know, Matt's brothers play baseball and, and Jose play baseball and, and just like all the guys that I played baseball with Mario Barone and, you know, and the coaches and all that. Um, what was it like for you guys? Anyone want to go? Actually, first, I wanted to see if you could introduce everybody, because some people watching this podcast may not have been interested in rom-coms, so this might be their first time. Oh, All right, well, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. How's that? (laughs) Uh, So go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, um, I'm Alicia. I'm uh, Jose Uribe's wife, the illustrious baseball player that probably everybody on this podcast had a crush on at some point in time. Nah. I never like Mexicans. <laughs> anyway, that's why I'm here. 
friends with Jesse, obviously, and vegan Matt as well. So, all right. So, Matt, introduce yourself. Um, hi, I, I'm Matthew and Paula. Um, my my brothers uh, went went through high school with Jesse, and I was a few years behind. And um, uh, my family was pretty much a, a huge baseball family in our in our town growing up. Uh, we had baseball movies on all the time. We're always out at the park playing baseball. So, um, yeah, that's me. All right, Vidalia. And I'm Vidalia. Um, I have really no connection to baseball or any sport at all, but I do like movies and I like baseball movies and other sport movies. So here I am being that girl. <laughs> Yay. But Yay. I, I, uh, I love putting this crew back together and you guys are, are quickly becoming fan favorites uh, of, uh, of the podcast crew. So um, yeah, with that, so, so we got the introductions in. Um, so Matt, what was it like for you pulling together these five movies? This is probably the toughest list of all the lists that we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because I love so many baseball movies um, and I've watched so many of them so many times. So, so what I decided for today is um, I'm going to select uh, or I selected movies that if it were on right now, I would sit down and watch it because there's some baseball movies I love but I would not sit down and watch it this year. Yeah. Right, right. Got it. Vidalia, was this list hard for you to put together? Um, it was after after the first three, like the last two, because I realized, um, man, I there's so many more. So I had to make some like really like difficult choices here, you know? It was it was hard to come up with that top five for sure. Well, the top the last two and the top five. Um, because there were so many choices and like kind of like Matt I've seen a lot of these many many times and so I was like well which one kind of left an impression on me which one you know I always come from the the whole total like touch my soul kind of place you know um, uh-huh. or or uh, made me feel you know however it was because sometimes it's it's not even like a happy feeling sometimes it's like a heartbreak kind of feeling but Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, so yeah. it was it was tough though. It was hard to come up with the top right for sure. Yeah, well, one of my movies has a scene that makes me cry every time, and I I know it's coming. I know it's coming, mm-hmm. and I, I'll admit there's there's been a couple times where I like I'll watch up to that point, and I'm like okay, and I'll just stop. But yeah, definitely, Alicia. How about you? Was it hard? Easy? No. Um. The, I knew that I wanted four for sure and then finding that last one was was difficult because you have to pull from like a dozen that you probably have over here tucked away so that's the part that made it hard just the narrowing down and I I think I told you I'm like it would have been so much easier if it was the top 10 but top five made it hard Mm -hmm. really hard yeah yeah I think so I think so but but I think it really made us make that choice of like how Matt said if this movie was on right now would I stop what I was doing and and oh, oh, this scene is about to happen or this scene's about to happen. I'm going to stick around for that, you know? So um, I think that, I think it's going to be a fun list and, and I'm sure there's going to be some crossover. Um, I bet you there's at least one or two movies that we all have on our list. Um, but I think it, it's really going to vary as to where we have them on our list. Um, I, I know one movie that's going to be on somebody's list and, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm definitely, I'm going to shoot it down. <laughs> because uh, on rewatching it, I'm like, meh. It's okay, 
But um, with that having been said, um, I think I, I'm ready to I'm ready to get this thing going. How about you guys? Yep. 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 All right. Me and uh, Coach. <laughs> okay. So uh, the way I see it, like you guys are like like over here, over here, over here. So I'm just gonna start in my top left hand corner, and that'll be the rotation. And to me, that is Vidalia. So Vidalia, kick us off. Oh, and I guess. Um, <clears throat> Let me add that I'm sure we, we each have a couple of also rans. Mm -hmm. um, we'll do the also rans after uh, after number two. Like right before we go into number one, let's do uh, the also rans. And um, I guess Alicia and Matt have an extra uh, participant giving us their top five. Right, Alicia, you said yeah. you had a list. Matt, yeah. you have a list? Okay, <clears throat> you know what? Um, no more politics, just baseball. Okay. Vidalia. <laughs> What do you have at number five? Number five, I have angels in the outfield. Oh, that's so adorable. It is so adorable. <laughs> that's a good it movie. It is so adorable. It is such a good movie. Um, but And what I didn't know before um, I started like going doing my homework um, was that it was a remake. So originally it came out in 1951. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. <laughs> so the one that I have on my list and that I remember, of course, is the one, this is from 1994 with um, Danny Glover and Tony Danza was, was like a little bit cringy to me right now, but, but politics aside. <laughs> um, and then um, Christopher Lloyd. Yes. And yeah, and then in the outfield, way out there, way out there, Matthew McConaughey. Way what? out there in the outfield. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's in it? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And Adrian Brody, too. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is 1994. Um, so I'm sure that was that was well before, you know, he was uh, who he is now. But yeah, so I just, I love that movie. So good movie. So cute. Wasn't Joseph, wasn't Joseph Gordon Levitt in that one? Or was that a different one? Yeah, I think it was that one. I, I don't have that name on my list, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was so, that's my number five. All right, uh, I'm going next because I'm just like that in the rotation. My number five, I remember seeing this in the theater opening night, went with my best friend, Kyle T. Calloway, and the theater was completely packed. There was, there was nowhere to sit and the usher helped us find two seats next to these two really cute girls and Kyle and I were just like, oh, like, yes, this is where we're supposed to be. Uh, we watched it and uh, proves that like some, you don't have to be a baseball fan to love a good movie because Kyle was definitely not a baseball fan, but we went major league and oh. it was so good. And this definitely to me is on the list of um, anytime it's on, I, I will sit down and watch um, it was what is this this is uh 19 1989 mm -hmm. and uh all-star cast right um of a bunch of people i can't remember right now but Tom nice. Berenger, charlie, sheen. charlie sheen corbin mm -hmm. benson mm -hmm. um but i think nice Huh? Wesley Snipes. Yes, Wesley Snipes. Willie Mays Hayes runs like Mays, steals like Hayes, something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
the sequel not so much but uh i was still excited for the sequel and i think i still saw the sequel in the theater but um probably one of my the the guy i, I quote the most was uh the uh the guy what was his name um bob Uter? pedro serrano oh. Pedro Serrano when uh, when they throw at Berenger, he's like, "Yo, yo, man, bring that shit to me, man. Bring that shit to me, man." <laughs> so uh, I love that movie, and uh, I will sit down and watch that anytime. Uh, Major League, too much quotable stuff in there. Lots yeah. of good stuff. Yeah, lots of great quotes. All right, Matt, what's your number five? My number five is probably not on anyone's list. Um, oh. Well, I'm a math teacher. And so um, number five is a, a movie that I show my algebra class every year uh, to show the power of mathematics um, and to show them like um, there's possible careers out there in sports. Uh, it's called Moneyball. Moneyball. Uh, I already remember Moneyball, that. You know, where they, they take a guy who's an expert mathematician. I think he's an economist, but he's really into math and goes and transforms uh, baseball with sabermetrics and uh, new ways of evaluating players and so I gotta show that to my students and so I, I know that I'm gonna watch it this year I'm gonna watch it next year you know and, and so th that made my criteria. Did you see Moneyball in the theater or did you wait till it came out? Um, I wait till it came out um, I, I, I bought the the DVD when it came out on DVD. Uh-huh the DVD's wow. got a bunch of bonus stuff I'm sure right? Um, it probably does, but I only ever watched the movie. <laughs> it, All right. it's, it's, cool, so. it's, it's definitely a great movie. Um, I'm, I'm curious if it shows up on anyone else's list. Um, but Br Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill, uh, oh, yeah. Jonah Hill got nominated. Did he win? Um, I, he might've won. Let me, let me look that up. I, he might've won an Oscar for that. Okay. Um, if it comes back up, um, we'll definitely mention that, uh, right. find that. Um, Alicia, what do you got at number five? Okay, I struggled for a little while because a lot of these movies I just haven't seen lately. I've seen them before. Mm. In some cases, it's been many, many years, more than a decade. And so my recollection wasn't as great as it could have been for the ones that I put closer to the top just because I see them in a rotation all the time. Um, so that being said, I put a tie at number five so I can sneak in an extra one. All you know right, that's, that is very sneaky. <laughs> so at, at number five, I have Fever Pitch and the Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears, that just, all the nostalgia. Like childhood nostalgia, right? Yeah. Oh, Bad News Bears. And then that. Fever Pitch, I just sit there and I laugh for an hour and a half. It's so much fun. Uh, was that Drew? Drew? Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, okay. He's just hysterical in it. And his obsession with the Red Sox is out of control. So it's, it's just a lot of fun. I like it. My uh, my favorite part of Fever Pitch is uh, when they when they get the tickets delivered and they all come together and they're going <laughs> to divvy up the tickets. And he's like, are you going to dance for it? Are you going to dance? <laughs> and he's making them do like the stupidest things that, in order to, to earn their tickets. Right. And, and uh, I, I definitely can obsess about baseball at certain points of the year, uh, the way the way they did it. And I think like, 
I think in, in, any any adult who loves baseball now at some point in their life was that obsessive about the Dodgers or the Reds or the Pirates or the Red Sox, you know, I threw that in for you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, no, Fever Pitch is a great movie. And the Bad News Bears, anytime that movie is on, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, they let them say that? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was naughty. It was so bad. And these children, how they were talking, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. got a related fun fact for you guys. Um, one of the science teachers at Arvin High School, her uncle uh, was in Bad News Bears, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. How cool. Wow, that's cool. Wait, Jackie Earl Haley, wasn't that, was that um, the, the bad guy? Was uh, yeah. 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 Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, I could definitely see how he's related to someone in Kern County. Um, <laughs> not, I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> all right, Vidalia, we're coming back up to you. What do you got at number four? Man, I agonized over this. Oh, my Lord. Um, number four, I have 42. With, um, of course, the Jackie Robinson story. That was Bozeman. Yes, Hedwig and Harrison Ford. Um, Such a good, I mean, well, what a story, right? First of all, what a story. Um, But his his acting, um, it was just, oh, so, so good. And I was, I was kind of surprised he wasn't, that I found he, he, he was nominated for like a couple of um, awards for that, but I don't think he won. I don't know. From what I saw, um, but it was just, it was so good. And it's just so heartbreaking and so powerful. And yeah, so that's my number four. Yeah, uh, definitely. Growing up a Dodger fan, uh, like we always heard the story of Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, we, I don't think like we really truly understood what all he went through. What he went through. Yeah. yeah. Because of course, when they, when they tell the story, they get sugarcoated and it's just like, <laughs> you know, he was so brave, but I, you know, his it was terrifying and it was terrifying and not only for him but like his teammates and the organization and just mm-hmm. man it's it's crazy and it wasn't that long ago you know right but there was a there was a great book that I uh, used to teach um, it was in our reading series I teach third grade and it's called teammates by Myron Olberg and it's the story of him and Wee Reese um, and the friendship that they forged and, and how brave Pee Wee Reese was to embrace him at a time where a black player and a white player should never, ever show that they were friends, you know? And, and he did. And it's just, I don't know, it's just so touching and heartwarming and heartbreaking and just everything, everything. It's everything. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's my number four. <laughs> okay. And it, it's it's still a relatively new movie, so I'm sure it's a movie that a lot of people like haven't seen. But it's it's definitely a movie that uh, today needs needs, needs needs to be watched. Yeah, you should you should watch it. Put it on your list. Okay. Yeah. Um, my number four uh, is, and and I went back and forth on it because I was like, is this movie too new to be in this in this top five list? But like, you know, going back to what Matt said is like, if it's on, I'm stuck. And there's so many like, like uh, sequences in this movie that it just rolls. But uh, my number four is also Moneyball. 
Oh, right on. Um, I saw it in the theater and uh, I, I, I went with my friend Nydia and she's not a baseball fan at all, but she loves movies and she loved that movie. And she was like, man, it's so good. And it's just, it's great. It's um, Brad Pitt is great. Um, the, the, the assistant, his assistant coach is great. Uh, the guy that goes with them, uh, everybody is great. Um, but I, I quote, I quote Brad Pitt all the time uh, for, for work. Like I, I always say, it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. And, and the, the whole uh, cyber metrics really changed baseball, man. Um, we're not, we're, we're trying to replace him in the aggregate, right? Like, yeah, I, I definitely, it, I love that movie. And at any time it's on, um, I don't, I don't own the physical copy DVD. I did at one point, but I, I, I bought it on Amazon prime and it's, it's in my prime, whatever. And I could watch it whenever. And I, and I end up watching it at least once a year, uh, usually right before wow. baseball season starts. So, uh, um, Moneyball is you, my number four. Do you know the director, um, also directed Foxcatcher and, um, Capote. So he's pretty legit. Wow. Those, those are great movies. The, mm-hmm. the, and those movies, Capote and Foxcatcher, they, yeah. they have like this dark, ominous feel over them. Like, just like, well, Capote, of course, but even Foxcatcher is like, his, it gives me the heebie-jeebies a couple, a couple times, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, you know, for yeah. him to be able to, to do that to an audience. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You know, and um, um, that, that Saber Metrics changed the game so much. That uh, as of last year, uh, uh, I know the first team to have a uniform coach in the dugout who was there just for mathematics um, finally happened. Oh, wow. What you team know, was that? Do you remember? Oh. I, I think it was the Brewers, but um, I, I want to say it was the Brewers, but you can only have so many uniform coaches in the dugout. And mm. they had they left one, one slot for, for their math guy. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. Good, good fact there, Matt. Matt, mm-hmm. let's keep the ball rolling. What do you got at, at number four? I, I went black and white on number four. Went way back, um, um, but you can't you can't have this discussion without having Pride of the Yankees somewhere in there. Uh, you got uh, Gary Cooper as Lou Gehrig, uh, mm-hmm. and you got Babe Ruth as Babe Ruth. You know, in in the movie, so you, you can't cast better wow. for Babe Ruth than Babe Ruth. You know, and. What and, year uh, was that? Oh, I don't. I don't, I, should, I should probably look that up. It, 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 <laughs> I, I just remember there were a times, long time ago, Vidalia. A long it, time it, ago. <laughs> every time it was on, my dad would leave it where it was, and and he'd watch it till the end. You know, and so I, I remember walking in, into his room many times and just sitting there and watching watching Pride of the Yankees. What's Pride of the Yankees about? I mean, what's what's it focus on? It's the, the Lou Gehrig story. Gehrig story. Oh, it is the Lou Gehrig story. Is that the mm-hmm. is that the whole uh, today I consider myself the luckiest man? That's that's the speech. Yeah. Well, yeah. he gave the speech, but that movie is in. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, Gary Cooper gave the speech. You know, but you know, it, it, it's uh, yeah. That's the movie. The, the speech is there, and that's the the movie made the speech really really popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Pride of the Yankees. All right. Ooh. Good one. Good one. Alicia, what do you have at number four? Um, hang on, let me click over. Um, Field of Dreams. And that's one of the ones, I mean, I saw it 
when I saw it very long time ago. I may have seen it two times after that, but like my, my recollection is a little fuzzy, but I remember bits and pieces of it, of course. And mm-hmm. it's just very classic. Build it and they will come, yada, yada. Ray Liotta's amazing. James Earl mm-hmm. Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who his wife was, but um, Amy Madigan. Uh, yeah, and Kevin Costner in a baseball movie. Come on, he had to be on my list. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the thing about Field of Dreams is like, even like now, um, it, uh, unfortunately, like every time uh, a legendary baseball player passes away, someone will inevitably do the portrait of him walking into the cornfield. Have you guys, mm-hmm. have you guys caught that? Like yeah, yeah. they did yeah. it recently with, they did it recently with Tommy Lasorda. They did it. I remember when they did it with the, the that picture from the angels, um, you know, so it like, you would think that like that movie was like our generation's movie, but it's not like it, it continues to like pull people towards it. And it just shows mm-hmm. like how romantic baseball still is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we grow, we grow up playing baseball or watching baseball. It's just there, you know? Um, yeah, it's definitely a good movie. And there's so many like little storylines, like, you know, uh, Moonlight Jackson and then, mm-hmm. and, and just all this other stuff. And it's, it, yeah. Uh, uh, was it Moonlight Jackson? I don't think, I don't, uh, Shoeless Moonlight Joe Graham. Jackson. Shoeless Joe, yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson and Moonlight Graham, right? Yeah, so so much so much good stuff in that movie. It's, uh, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we if we hear that that movie a couple more times on this list uh, as we move along. So I won't, I won't, I won't keep talking about it. Um, Vidalia, what what do you what do you got at number three? Feel the dreams. (laughs) (laughs) What are you gonna do? (laughs) Yeah, um, the. That was one of those ones that I told you, you know, I'm not, I don't come at it as a, as a fan of baseball uh, per se, but it just touches your heart. It, that the whole thing with him and his dad and the, that um, unresolved and, and that heartbreak of, of him trying to fix that, you know, and I don't know, it's just, it is uh, so touching and so great and so heartbreaking and so, wonderful and it's just everything i just i love that movie and you cannot have a list about baseball movies without (laughs) mentioning i mean with all the awards it won and you know and it's like the quintessential you know example right for baseball and how many times do you hear that you know if you both that they will come right that's like in your head yeah yeah definitely feel the dreams oh All right, my, my number three. Let's let's lighten the mood up a little bit because I'm getting all okay. teary eyed. Are getting all <laughs> the dreams already? Uh, my number three, Bull Durham. I uh, I love it. Oh, Bull number three, so good. Um, it was one of those movies that was on HBO all the time when I was growing up, and mm-hmm. watched it every time it was on, and it was goofy and it was it was, it was sexy dude uh, um susan sarandon she's in her prime um yeah. uh, tim robbins still like kind of discovering who he was at that point um mm-hmm. but so uh robert wall is that his name robert wall arliss mm-hmm. yeah he's great um but me and jose we quote this movie all the time 
uh, lollygaggers, uh, just everything. I, I love everything about this movie. That uh, there's Kevin Costner again, right? Um, in another baseball movie. Um, I really loved, I was watching a bunch of Bull Durham clips uh, yesterday and they, 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 they tipped the hat to uh, the natural in one of the scenes where the, the bat boy hands Kevin Costner a bat and he says, get a hit, crash, I'll shut up. <laughs> and uh, uh, legend has it that, that he made the bat boy cry in that scene. He didn't know that that, that wasn't the line he was supposed to say. And uh, he kind of he kind of just ad lived it, and uh, that he made the bad boy cry. I don't know if it's a true story, Aww. but they were talking about oh hush, kids cry. <laughs> um, but I love that movie. Uh, anytime it's on, um, I've always wanted to buy a Durham Bulls hat, and I and I never have. Um, sure, Alicia's husband has one or two. He's probably got the the field the on field version, the 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 spring training version. Every day is Christmas. There's a box from Hat Heaven in my garage every week. I, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, all right. That, <laughs> yeah. That's my number three. Uh, Matt, what's your number three? My number three has already been mentioned. Uh, 42 is my number three. All right. Um, and I, I took my kids to see that when they came out. Uh-huh. You know, I thought it was just an important movie to, to see. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, I remember um, when we walked out, Tommy, he's my, uh, he's my middle child. You know, he, he uh, walked out and said, dad, that is the best movie I've ever seen. Now, since wow. then, seen other movies you like more, but at that moment, he, he really loved that movie. And so mm-hmm. you know, that made an impression on me, you know, and, and um, it, it did have like, I love old timey baseball imagery. Mm-hmm. And it had that, you know, I wish it wasn't all racism, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had Harrison Ford. I'm a, I'm a Harrison Ford fan, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and even though you couldn't tell it was him, he did a real good job in that role. Um, I'll, I'll watch anything that, uh, that the guy's in. Yeah, yeah, definitely Team Harrison Ford. I'm on, I'm on board. I'm on board for Ford, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> heard you got the fastest car in the valley. Uh, I love Harrison Ford all the way back to American Graffiti, man. <laughs> That's right. Um, Alicia, what do you got at number three? Um, I have such strong feelings for one and two that um, this is why this landed at number three, but it's um, A League of Their Own. And um, Penny Marshall directed, shout out to to Penny Marshall. yeah, I just saw it the other day and it came on and I sat down and, and watched it with one of my girls, um, was drifting in and out of the room and got sucked in. So um, it still holds up. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a little timeless. And I was surprised because of all the 80s stars, but you know, it's it's back in the, what is it, the 40s or the, during wartime and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the production value on it kind of um, was really great. And that's what made it so timeless is because they were able to, um, include so much, so much, uh, of, you know, the cars in the background, and you know, the hairdos, and the the way they dressed, the costume designer. So it's just really good movie from head to toe. Good performances, hilariously funny still. Yeah, I still uh, John John Lovitz has a couple of great lines oh, in that movie. John Lovitz, uh, <laughs> give the wife a, a pickle, pickle. pickle. <laughs> I love when she's when uh, when he's all. 
We'll pay you $75 a week. Well, we only make 50 on the farm. Well, then this will be more, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, when he sees Marla for the first time and he's like, <laughs> oh. It is so great. And of course, there's no crying in baseball. Like how many times do we hear that, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yes. There's no cry. Uh, I, I was kind of harsh on a league of their own uh, going into this. Uh, um, it didn't make my list, um, and uh, and I and I went and I said out loud that like without Madonna's, this used to be my playground. I don't I don't think that that it's that it's a top fiver. I mean, I don't know. It's great, but the credits were great because it had you know all that montage of the actual players and the players that played them. Yes. It was yes. cool with, with that song in the background. So yeah, yeah, that was so great. What's that? Can't, Matt? can't really separate the song from the movie. No, you can't. Right. Yeah, right. No, um, and of course, like anytime I hear this used to be my playground, I, I, I just get nostalgic and like you just get like I'm not, like I not only think of the the Lamont Park, but I think of uh, just wiffle ball in my front yard and uh, and street ball. You know, like wherever we could, you know, like this hole in the street was first base and this is home plate and you know yeah definitely yeah. It's, have i, I got that, a treat for you later on I'll yeah um, it for the VR playground the lamont park baseball field is uh, being taken down and replaced with a soccer field so it's going to be oh, someone else's playground now the old park wow. that's, that's rude that's really rude wow, wow. yeah Wow. It's a sign, but it's a sign of the times and how, you know, in, the, in community the, too. the community. Yeah. Yeah. Because and better to just, be used like that than not used at all, which I mean, it's just been sitting there unused for so long. That's. Yeah, that just ran across my feet a couple of days ago. Oh, that's a little bit heartbreaking, though. That's a little bit heartbreaking. Way, way to bring the house down, Matt. Uh, it, is, it is a little bit. <laughs> It is a little bit heartbreaking. Okay, I um, I, I always like to post on Facebook um, and try to get some, some people to talk about this going into it. So uh, I asked uh, my Facebook peeps uh, what their top five uh, baseball movies are. So I'm just gonna, before we go on to uh, number twos, um, here's what I got from uh, Facebook. Uh, comedian, uh, chef, uh, Jessica Roberts says uh i'm going from five to one jessica roberts says uh the natural trouble with the curve forgot about that one which is a great movie yeah fever pitch 42 and a league of their own uh my good friend uh comic robert barry um says someone better rep pride of the yankees (laughs) uh bad news bears (laughs) boulder and the natural Uh, Brett Stoltz, really great guy. He says, um, he doesn't give an order, but he gives uh, Field of Dreams 61, Moneyball, The Natural, Bull Durham. Uh, Jacob Mason says 42, The Babe, A League of Their Own, Fever Pitch, The Sandlot. The Sandlot has not made an appearance yet. Um, Philip DeRoche, uh, avid reader, uh, the Bad News Bears, Eight Men Out, which I thought might make the list. Uh, Moneyball, A League of Their Own, The Sandlot. Uh, Jimmy King, who 
from a Lamont JBA. Remember Jim King? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy King for love of the game. Uh, that one hasn't made a list either. Uh, and Dan Scott, who's always got something funny to say that one where a plucky team of underdogs saves the day. <laughs> I think I mentioned that one already. Uh, that was a, uh, uh, that was a uh, major league. <laughs> major league. <laughs> All right. Uh, number two, Vidalia, what do you got at number? We're getting down to the good stuff now, guys. I know. I want to hear some. I want to hear some hoos and ahs, some hums and haws, and maybe a couple of. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Vidalia, what All do you right. got at number two? All right. Some of your people there stole my uh, a little bit of my glory here. The Sandlot. <laughs> um. Uh, a couple, I want to say maybe four or five summers ago, my children discovered it and it was like discovering it for myself for the first time through them. And they wanted PF flyers and they were just all about, you know, like they, they love the story. They wanted to play baseball because of it. They, you know, when, uh, when Ham points out, you know, like, uh, like Babe Ruth, right. And they're all <laughs> cracking over there. You know, my kids didn't, didn't have a connection to that, but, I, but I was like, Oh my God, look, you know, um, oh, it's just such a great, great great movie and the truth is that i this is 1993 so i'm i'm grown up by then i'm out of high school already so i remember watching it and it was like oh that's cute you know whatever and then it it over the course of time it's become this thing you know with with that generation and, and those kids who saw it back then and so now for me to have experience that with my own kids I was like oh my god I love it now I love like before it was like so cool but now I love it you know yeah you know um, a couple of years ago um uh I'm losing the the the, the baseball cap company um did New Era, thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Uh, New Era did the Sandlot collection of all oh, of did. like all the major league teams. Uh, they did the Sandlot collection, so you could get like the Dodger color, the Angel colors, and they had like Legends Never Die and and I can't remember what else. But dude, they sold out like within hours. Like I got the email. Mm-hmm. Like I remember getting the email in the morning, and then send like forwarding it to my niece and saying, "Should I get the kids one of these?" And she was like yes and by the time i went back like every like everything was gone and like i I barely got i was able to get them uh the legends never die but i wanted to get three of them and i only got two of them um but like vidalia said like watching the watching the next generation embrace this movie (laughs) was just heartwarming and um yeah it's it's a it's great didn't make my list because um at the end of the day, like I thought that the best scene, like some of the most memorable scenes of that movie to me, weren't uh, weren't around baseball. Like some of the most memorable scenes were, uh, of course, uh, when they ride the roller coaster, um, the the swimming pool scene. The swimming pool, yeah. The swimming By the pool way, scene. Can, you, can can we cancel Squints? That was that was not good. What he did, no, was not good. He was what naughty. He, did. he was naughty. Yeah, and he the dog. Naughty. The dog. the dog oh yeah, J- yeah. oh and hey james earl jones right 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making another another appearance. James Earl Jones making another great baseball speech. Yeah. 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 Right on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number two, the Sandlot. Oh, oh, me, Jesse. What do you got at number two? And my my number two is uh, is Field of Dreams, which um, I can't talk about. <laughs> it's just too. Are you gonna cry? I, I'm trying not to. Um, I, I'll turn I'll turn off that last scene. I can't. Um, it's just a great movie, and and mm-hmm. I love it. And it's just like like um is that is that that's the movie where he says like the one constant in the, in our lives is baseball it's been there through the best of times it's been there through mm-hmm. the worst of times and mm-hmm. and um like just like you know um that's why i was so angry like when when baseball had the strike and there was no world series like i was like you know, how, how dare they do that to us you know um but and then like like why uh just watching the world series last year i mean even because the dodgers were in it but I think any team that would have been in it, I would have just been like, we all clung to that because like the, the, like COVID had taken so much from us already, but we were able to watch a world series and it was kind of like, it was great, you know? Um, but the whole, if they build it, he will come and like not understanding like what it is that's calling us. Um, mm-hmm. But just that we love it, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's my number two is build a dream. And, and doing something by faith because you know and you trust that something is going to happen or something is there and doing it just by blind faith. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. And th- that whole thing was just a father trying to reach out to his son across mm-hmm. uh, dimensional planes or whatever you would call it. You know, really, is this, his dad wanted, wanted to do something with him one more time? Yeah. Um, I, I, I vote that Christopher Nolan remake it. Oh, wow. That'd be a trip. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with it? Uh, All right. Uh, Matt, what do you got at number two? Number two, I have the movie that um, where um, Robert Redford was um, unintentionally a deadbeat dad. uh, The Mm -hmm. natural. The natural. Uh, I love the music of it, the imagery. um, You know, it was, a, it was a fairy tale really uh, you know it, it was more than just the baseball movies it's like a fairy tale there's mad you know there, there's a magic to it that um you know with you know, lightning striking at the right time and hitting the cover off the ball and just things like that you know and um mm-hmm. I, I just thought um my favorite scenes uh were when um when there's like kind of the the Babe Ruth analog you know I, I can't remember what, what they called him in that movie but he goes and strikes him out and then runs and gets back on the train. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've I seen know. it. Yeah. It's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. So much good stuff there in that movie. You know, the I think the only reason Field of Dreams doesn't make it onto my list is that it came out so long ago and so much good stuff has come out since then. I think and you I meant think, to say the natural. The natural. Oh, yeah, mean? the natural. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The natural. The reason the natural doesn't make my list is like it was one of the first movies that we saw that was like just about baseball. And mm-hmm. and uh Robert Redford was definitely like at peak Robert Redford at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh the, the knights, yeah, the 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 hitting the cover off the ball and the outfielder know, dying in, in an accident running through the wall. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a great movie. I, I, I definitely need to rewatch that one. 
um, to see where, where it ranks for me uh, nowadays. Good pick, Matt. Good pick. Alicia, what do you got at number two? Um, this is a movie that is in our regular rotation here at home. Um, and every time it's on, no matter what point of the movie it is, my husband will sit and watch it, oftentimes with me. Sometimes he'll leave the room and I have to stick it out because I already am, am invested. Um, but, but I love it. And uh, we just sit there and watch it and we're sobbing in our living room for love of the game. Mm. And yes, I am a Kevin Costner whore today. Yeah. <laughs> shameless, shameless and unabashedly. But I, yeah, Kelly Preston, the late Kelly Preston, she was so beautiful in this movie too. I mean, all the time, but um, I loved her character, Evolvement. And of course his too, obviously. But um, you had mentioned at the last podcast something about Ben Scully's quote about Billy Chapel, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, uh, the, the, uh, something about the uh, chapel stands something in Yankee Stadium or, or yeah, but Yankee Stadium tonight is a chapel. I can't remember. Right, right. Yeah, it uh, was a good one though. I should, I yeah. should look at what, what, it. I rolled off your tongue last time. I thought you just had it. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, how good is this movie without Vince Scully? Oh, right. Is it? I mean, that was everything. No, it was, I mean, a perfect game. It, I mean, what could be more gratifying to watch it develop? And she's she's spellbound and in an airport and she's supposed to leave for London and she gets stuck in the bar watching the rest of this movie with all the patrons and stuff. It was, it's so, it's great. It's Yeah. Um, have you ever gotten stuck somewhere watching a no hitter or a perfect game? I know I watched a, I watched a no hitter once at Buffalo Wild Wings um, and I was like, I didn't want to leave, you know? Um, it's, yeah a, a no hitter perfect game is just like uh they're, they're so rare even to say that you watched one is uh is kind of a, a treat to say you know mm. all right um okay so we're about to go into our number ones but before we go into the number ones i guess uh matt and alicia got some treats for us um we'll go we'll go matt first uh so so for those of you who don't know, well, we, we've talked about it on, on other podcasts, but Matt's brothers and I are the same age. Um, so we uh, weren't best friends. But I was really good friends with Adrian, um, like after high school, post high school, me and Adrian, uh, we were in Bakersfield College marching band together. And so we, we rode up to, to rehearsal together a lot and then took band trips together. So me and AD were tight after. In high school, um, the uh, the Rick Paula house we, we talked about before was just a hangout place. Um, so Matt, you've got you've got uh, Gabriel's list for us today, right? Yeah, I got Gabriel's list, and uh, so uh, his list he had. Um, I'll I'll do it in reverse. And his number five is Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. His number four is Major League. His yeah. number three is The Natural. His number two is The Sandlot. And his number one is Field of Dreams. Mm. Definitely, yeah. I can't. Having grown up, he watched those a lot. And how, how did it come about that, that, that he needed to include his list? Did, did he reach out to you? Did you reach out to him? How did that, how did that happen? Uh, when, I, when I heard that uh, we might uh, hear Jose's list, I thought, you know, it would be nice if one of his teammates also made a list. And so okay. I, 
I had that to go last night uh, for his list. He sent it to me. Yeah, G Gabe was always a great first baseman. Oh, yeah, he's a great fielder. Yeah, yeah, left-handed, right? Yep. Left-handed, yep. Yeah. All right, Alicia, you said you got a treat for us. Yeah, I have lots. Um, <laughs> but if you just want to um, hear his list, I'll do that, and then I can show no. you everything else yeah. later. Um, okay, he gave um, my daughter the list um, when I wasn't home. And, and so it's not in any order. It's just, these are my top five. Okay. So um, Moneyball made the cut. Eight Men Out. For Love of the Game. 42. And The Rookie. Can't hear you, Jesse. I know, we lost sound on you. Yeah. We lost your audio. Eight Men Out. Um, <laughs> Is on, it's on a lot of people's list, and and I'm a huge John Cusack fan, um, but I only watched that like when it came out, like my initial watch. Like I've never done a rewatch on it, um, but it's about the the was that like the 1918 Chicago White Sox or what were they called Chicago Black something Black Sox the Black Sox yeah mm. yep good, good. is that is that all the surprises for now I have um oh, sorry. <laughs> For now. <laughs> okay. All right. For now. That's the that's our only surprise. All right. We're moving on um, into the number ones. Uh, I'm excited. I want some controversy. I want some arguing. Um, <laughs> and where what a better place to start than with Vidalia? <laughs> what do you got at number one? So mean. Because <laughs> we all number know one. already. You already know. I feel about Tom Hanks the way Alicia feels about Kevin Costner. Today. <laughs> um, no, no, you need to see Yellowstone. <laughs> um, a league of their own. I cry every time I see it, and I've seen it fifteen times. Um, at the end, when they're in the museum that they made, and and you see all of the everybody's aged. You know, everyone's older. Um, and you see them seeing themselves in the museum when they used to play, um, oh, you know, even though there's no crying in baseball. Um, but I, I just feel like, I don't know, I just, I love the, I love the friendship that the girls had, that the ladies had, and how solid they were there for each other. And, and like how um, Rosie O'Donnell's character you know, her character, uh, her friendship with Madonna. And and it, it was just, I don't know. It was just so special. I don't know. I just, I love that movie. I love it. Um, it came out in 1992. So again, I, I want to say it was this, that summer maybe that it came out because I relate this somehow to my birthday that year so I don't know maybe I went to see it around my birthday or something I don't know um but I just so then for a long time I I kind of watched it like when it came out on VHS I bought it oh. and then when it came out on DVD I bought it and I watched it just all the time and I just I love I love 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 that movie I just it's my number I think I still have it on VHS at my mom's house <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so good so so it, good it is it's it's a good movie it's a feel-good movie it's yeah. it's great but yeah and of course this used to be my playground like i love that song um i listen to that i have a, a madonna's um 
something to remember and it's it's on there and i love playing that mm. all the time um because i don't think it's on a like a regular madonna album i think it's only on like the greatest hits that that greatest hits yeah. and of course the soundtrack um, one of the um one of the um actresses who came out on it which i was kind of surprised by and then i i thought back and i'm like oh i can see i can see the resemblance it's um ann cusack which is john um cusack's sister and she played the 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 baseball player who um who couldn't read and she couldn't find oh, her, right, right. she couldn't find her name on the list and she was like near tears Right. Um, and then one of the girls went and, and found her name for her and told her that she was a peach. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that's true. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and when I was watching it the other day, I saw a first a first base player from the Racine, who, the other team that they played in uh -huh. the finals. The Bells. Um, the Racine yeah, Bells. The Bells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and I had to rewind it because I went, "Holy cow! That's Tia Leone." She was on first yeah, base. Tia Leone was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on the list. I was like, oh, who was she? So she was one of the opposing players. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. My my number one, I, I, I love this movie. And um, okay, so here, here's the thing. Like the kids in the sandlot were a great bunch of kids. But they were like a good-looking bunch of, aside from squints, goody two-shoe kids that like that was not. I kind of couldn't. I kind of couldn't relate to them. Like growing up, okay. right? Like that wasn't that wasn't me and my friends, right? However, the kids in the Bad News Bears, <laughs> the coaches in the Bad News Bears, the fields, the organization. <laughs> everything about the bad, everything about the original Bad News Bears spoke to me at that age. And looking back on, like, I I never had a bad experience with with any like, as like like how we say we like we watch the Bad News Bears now. We're like, oh my god, they're they're saying that, or they did this, or they did that. Yeah, we did. And it was all part of growing up. And it was like, you took your knocks, you know, you dusted yourself off, you know, you cleaned your snot, you wiped your blood and you got up and, and you played baseball again, because like, that's what we did. We, it was summer and we were going to play baseball and, you know, God bless the, 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 the dads, uncles and cousins who worked all day or worked all night and still went out there and, and coached us because we weren't angels <laughs> you know um but you were the angels right i was i well actually i was an angel yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just well, exactly. i was I an was, angel <laughs> i was an, i was an angel in 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 peewees and in pony leagues and then um and i only played minors one year uh and i was a bear there we, did you play with this guy um what no oh my God. i have a is that a first place what it says it says, I think so. Yeah, first place no, pony. no, I was, I was in, I was in Peewees that year because Jose's a year older than me, um, and I have an all-star trophy from that year. Jose and I only played together in the minors, and that would be like '86, and we won. We were, we were champs that year, but that was the only time wow. Jose and I was in the league team together. Um, I played on the I played on the Angels with uh, Ernie Barone, Mario Barone's dad, 
was our coach. And then um, I had the greatest coach of all time in, in, in the ponies, Tadpole. Tadpole. <laughs> Manson Smith, Tadpole, um, who of course also coached soccer, right? Yeah. Was, yeah. He, was, he, a, was he a Lamont Raiders coach? What did he do? Um, he was a Lamont Raiders coach and he also coached in the, the remember there's the, there's the traveling team and then there's the youth league that was kind of like JBA. Uh -huh. He coached in there too. Okay. Yeah. So the, the bad news bears is my number one, Tanner, Lupus, Kelly, Kelly Leak, all, all, um, Tatum O'Neill. just, everyone is so great in that movie and <laughs> it's, it's not politically correct. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> um, I, the, the, I can't even quote the funniest parts of that movie because I, to me, the funniest part of the movie is when, uh, is when, uh, Tanner names all the ethnic groups. <laughs> we got a blah, blah, blah yeah. on our team, and uh, two little Mexican kids didn't speak any English. I mean, <laughs> I, I can go on and on about this movie. It's it's my number one, and I'll fight you guys dirty for it. <laughs> uh, that's my number one. The bad news. Also, um, just wanted to give a shout out and thanks to Vidalia. Look what came in the mail the other day. Oh, what? look at that! <laughs> right on. <laughs> he got himself a tank top too. Good job. <laughs> awesome. Always repping. Good job. Right. He, he's still he's still upset that the there's another that... one. Three year Letterman or something like that. Oh, I don't know what that goodness. means. Yeah. Jose is still upset that the uh, Sunset Gym isn't named after him. Or the Arvinsky Baseball Field. Or the, or the field, field, yeah, yeah. He's still <laughs> upset about that. I, I remember when they when they were building the gym. Somebody somebody jokingly said, "No, they're going to name it the Gymnasium." Oh my goodness! <laughs> so um, I think Dolly and I are the only ones to get that. One. Yeah, I know. It's highly doubtful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that dude. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Matt, what's your number one? Um, you know, before I give you my number one, I, I, I got to tell you a tadpole story. Uh, tell us know. a tadpole story. Yeah. yeah. So my dad coached against tadpole. And I, I was on, uh, I was on, what was our team called? The Giants. And tadpole coached the Angels. And um, my dad worked nights. And so he, he, the only time he really had was um, our actual practice time and our game time. So we didn't just run out to the park and play a lot because uh, he had to sleep during the day. Tadpole got so tired of watching me miss the ball that he picked me up one day and hit grounders to me at the Lamont Park, even though he coached an opposing team. He, he took Aww. me out and hit grounders to me just so that I would play a little bit better against his team. You know, so, yeah, he, he, <laughs> Man, that's, that's great. That's you know, another thing about when you, when you say Tadpole hitting grounders, Tadpole did this thing when he hit when he hit batting when he when he hit grounders to us, he always swung the bat with one arm. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like he he never he never like you know most coaches would like throw the ball up and then like hit it with both hands. Tadpole always just with one arm, and he swore he could hit it over the fence. I never saw him do it, but uh, <laughs> he swore he could hit it over the fence at Lamont Park uh, one handed. But that's that's a great story. Um, mm -hmm. Man, my, my number one sorry 
okay. my number one is Field of Dreams. Um, it's got the imagery, the music, the whole father-son thing is, is huge, you know, to me. Um, and just, it's another one, like I say, like the natural, it was, it was magical, but even, it was even more magical, you know. Um, uh, so many great scenes in it. And uh, of course, I have to have Kevin Costner on my list somewhere. You know, he's the the baseball movie king. Yeah, but, uh, he definitely is. That one is one I watch every year, the day before opening day. Oh, really? Yeah. You have a, you have a specific day to watch it. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think well, more. I I don't have a specific day, but as opening day approaches, it, it's become Moneyball for me, because um, it just like I don't the thing about Moneyball what the like the whole theme I love when Moneyball he says like um uh, like you can't you can't predict it like some some players just don't pan out you know mm-hmm. um but yeah all right fill the dreams Alicia what's your number one uh always left a puddle <clears throat> just weeping um the rookie Wow. We watched that a lot here. In fact, I think we have it on DVD, but that comes on TV. We always watch it. And um, Dennis Quaid, he's just, you know, he was probably in his prime right then because he was aging gracefully like men do and um, very attractive still. I love Rachel Griffiths as his wife. And um, yeah, just one of those emotional, gut-wrenching, but feel good you know, kind of in a good way. And then his, his little, uh, his team that he coached, so fun, so fun. But um, yeah, just the, I think the part that, that connects with my husband anyway, because it made his top five also is that he's a dad. And so first and foremostly, it just shows his struggle with, yeah, I want to pursue my dream, but my family is more important than anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, it's a, fa- it's a fan favorite here at the Uribe house. The rookie. Uh, I like mm-hmm. it. Also, what's that you cut out? I like that he was also a teacher. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I haven't oh. seen that one in so long. I need to rewatch it. Maybe watch it with my kids. Yeah, oh, I think it's it's yeah. definitely one I, I need to rewatch too. Yeah. Okay, we have everyone's top five. Now, now comes the fun part. Is like <laughs> where, 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 what are we willing to settle on? What are we willing to fight for? And um, oh, did you guys have any also runs? Um, a lot. Yeah, I have one. Vidalia, what's your what's your uh, also runs? And and actually, um, Pena because he wasn't able to make it today, so he also sent me his list, and we have like basically identical lists except for this one who that which was my also run, which is um, Hardball. Hardball. Keanu with Keanu Reeves, yeah. So, so was, what was the rest of Mario's list? Do you have it? Yeah, um, it was uh, Field of Dreams, Sandlot, Hardball, A League of Their Own, and 42. So his list, except for Hardball, is the same as mine. Okay. So basically, yeah. Wow. I know. Weird. Right? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Matt, Matt, did you have any also runs? Yeah. Uh, Fever Pitch, uh, A League of Their Own, and Bull Durham. Um, Fever Pitch, just just um, another fun fact there, is that um, they had to change the ending during production 
because Boston won the World Series while they're making the movie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I remember That's watching like an interview and Fapp was like, who would have thought? <laughs> wow. Um, Alicia, do you have some also rams? Yeah, I just put, um, I mean, other than the ones that have already been mentioned, um, I did want to give some props to that movie, The Trouble with the Curve, because I wish I could have put it, like I said, if I'd have had a top 10. Um, I don't know how long ago it was it came out or when I saw it, but I just remember really liking it. And Amy Adams, I think it's his daughter, uh, Clint Eastwood's daughter, something like that. So anyway, but it was really, really well done. And not a lot of people had it on their lists. Um, so I thought it just deserved a nod. Um, and then I had uh, the 61 movie because let's all give some praise to the Fox or the, whatchamacallit, the casting person who picked Barry Pepper out of a group because my God, he looks exactly like Roger Maris. They're like mirror images. It is creepy. And then I had Major League and Sandlot and The Natural. Mm. Okay. Oh, and the one that you were going to mention, Jesse, that was also on my list. Yeah. So my my also ran is a movie, and it's it's still so brand new. Like I think it was like 2015 or something like that. Um, as and it was a Disney movie, and it's called Million Dollar Arm. Mm. Has anyone seen yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, a while it's, ago. It's yeah, so John good, Pam. and it's and it's got this. It's got like this sub storyline of the 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 one guy that that comes on to be a translator, but they they realize that he had wanted all along to be a coach, mm -hmm. and at the end, like when they when they need to go in and 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 talk the pitcher down, like they send him out to to give the pep talk because that's his place to do it, you know. And like I was just like Ugh! like I was just crying like <laughs> tears. Um, if you haven't seen Million Dollar Arm, it's a cheesy, feel-good, uh, not greatly acted, not greatly produced, but it's Isn't so it good. Disney? Is it Disney? It feels like it's Disney. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Then maybe it's on Disney Plus. I don't know, but it's it's definitely worth a watch, especially with the all y'all that got kids. <laughs> um it's it's a it's I think it's a safe movie to watch with your kids. Um, Million Dollar Arm, I I loved it and uh, um, yeah, definitely. You know, I forgot that I I posted on my Instagram and I asked a couple of people. I, I asked, I tried to get more people to, to okay, speak. really really quick. That was in the movie I was talking about, but I I do oh, need to rewatch that. No, we that were talking really... about um, John, Tommy Lee Jones is Cobb. That's right. That's my other also ran. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought that's what you were going to say right now, and then you went off on a tangent. And I went, got to rewatch that. But okay, no. Who was in? Who was in Cobb? Tommy Lee Jones Tommy and Lee the Jones. girl was um, Lolita Davidovich, and I see her a lot on Hallmark now. Okay. Yeah. I um, I saw that at the time, and I remember thinking it was a great movie. Just like Major League Two, I was like, mm, not sure about this, I don't know. And then I ended up loving the movie. I remember I remember thinking that was a really good movie and I haven't thought about it since. <laughs> he was just, he was horrible. He was a, a terrible person, like as a human being and a racist. And I mean, the fact that he played that so well to the point where you were just done with Tommy Lee Jones, my God. Right. He really got up in your 
in your craw, you know, with his acting and how well he did it. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is great as Ty Cobb. I mean, you're, you're yeah. Yeah. I almost didn't like him after the movie, like Tommy Lee Jones, like, <laughs> yeah. like I disliked him so much, but it was so good, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's really, it's really hard, like to, um, to like understand, um, I think we touched on it a little bit in, uh, when we talked about 42, but like being kids and growing up loving baseball so much, it's really hard to like understand the racism that's been involved in baseball from the very, very beginning, even though like we, we knew growing up that there was a Negro leagues, but we never really understood the, the, we thought like, Oh, they wanted to have the, you know, like, Oh, like we didn't understand. Uh, how how intertwined racism was in baseball uh and the the, those movies um did a really great job of showing it to us showing that yeah Yeah. negro league uh stats as of a couple months ago um they count now as Mm -hmm. major stats, and so they're rewriting some of the records oh that's that's great wow Um, can i I just go ahead ahead. oh i was just gonna say a since we're still talking about 42, that director also directed um, Man on Fire and LA Confidential and um, Knight's Tale. So he's pretty legit. And I I know I need to watch that movie, but it just was one of those things where some relative took my kids to see it for me and I just forgot to see it. So yeah, yeah. Mm. it it deserves for me to watch it. At least your kids saw it. Yeah, I know. I, I asked earlier on Instagram uh, wh- what people's favorite baseball movie was, and my cousin Stevie um, says Bull Durham, and uh, my friend uh, Jennifer Gonzalez, the only other female Dodger fan I have found in uh, Sacramento, uh, says For Love of the Game. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> um, my, let, me, let me tell a quick story about my cousin Stevie. Grew up just being a Dodger fan like the rest of the family. He's a uh, he's a chef and like several years ago he got a job working for the catering company that does all of the stadiums in LA and he got to work at Dodger Stadium for the World Series and so he's got like his chef's jacket with the Dodger logo and the World Series patch um, for both oh that's so cool like we were just like this is insane that cousin Stevie uh like it was, it was the good kind of jealousy. Like, <laughs> like wow, what? At least those cousin Stevie uh, that got to do that. Um, but okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna um, this list. Instagram? Yeah. Did you did you finish your Instagram? That was show? it. Only two people voted okay. on the gram. Okay. Um, okay, so from Vidalia's list, Angels in the Outfield. 42, 42 gets mentioned twice. Uh, Field of Dreams gets mentioned one, two, three. Field of Dreams was on everyone's list. Hold on a second. As it should be. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, from Vidalia's list, Angels in the Outfield is only, only on your Just list. Just one time, yeah. Uh, the Sandlot, wow, is only on your list. That's so surprising to me. To yeah. me, well, I think it, it was just the competition. Like I said, if it would have been 10, 
then it would have easily made mine. But the fact that it was five and that there were so many other movies out there that Mm -hmm. seemed to be more important, I guess, Uh like this was more of a kid's, you know, even though it was, you know, inappropriate in some spots, but it it just seemed like there were better stories that needed to be told. A League of Their Own, however, makes it to two lists. Twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to sit there and have me decide between 42 and a league of their own on the final. I, I don't know, know that. because it's it was on a couple of lists. It, it might automatically make the final. Hold on. So okay. from my from my list, major league, nope, Moneyball, twice. Uh, Bull Durham. Oh, only once? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was surprised Damn about this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Field of Dreams is on there. The Bad News Bears, twice. Or is it 1.5? Because it was Alicia's tie. Oh, however you want to do it. It appeared. That's all you're asking. I'm going to say two. Yeah. <laughs> all right. From Max, Rounded Max up. <laughs> Moneyball is on there twice. Pride of the Yankees, 42, The Natural, Field of Dreams. Matt, Matt coming on strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicia, Bad News Bears, Field of Dreams, League of Their Own, For Love of the Game, and The Rookie. Hold on a second. What is happening? What is the ruckus? Did you hear that ruckus? That wasn't here. Sounds like a dog. Oh, that's my in my backyard. Okay. My neighbor's neighbor's doing his lawn and my boxers are going crazy. Oh, man. No one doing that. (laughs) Dog fights in your backyard. (laughs) They're going nuts. Oh, my gosh. Like they've never ever heard a lawnmower before. Not not this week. Yeah, not this week. Every time. (laughs) Okay, so. If we're just going off movies that got mentioned more than once, the five movies that got mentioned more than once are 42, Field of Dreams, League of Their Own, Moneyball, and The Bad News Bears. If we go with those five, we're leaving The Rookie and For Love of the Game off of the top five. And it seemed like you guys had the feels for both of those movies. So if you guys want the rookie or... I can't uh, believe I was the only one that picked that. Was I the only one that picked the did rookie? Did make someone's list? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it's only it's only on um, Alicia's list. All right. What about uh, For Love of the Game? Was that only on Alicia's list? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But I feel like Field of Dreams, like, that's on three. I feel like that's got to so be number four. one. It's on four, yeah. Field of Dreams four. is on everyone. Yeah. So that's got to be number one. Yeah, right? it's, it, I mean, it feels like number one is a no-brainer. Yeah. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this really quick, and then you guys fight me. Um, hold on. Let me, let me write this down. Ugh. Are you okay, Jess? <laughs> okay. 
Look, I'm going to say from five to one, from five to one, I'm going to say bad news bears, money ball, league of their own, 42, field of dreams. That's where I would put it. 42 is number two. 42 is number two. Do we want to swap 40? Do we want to slop slop? Do we want to swap 42 and league of their own? Is league they of were their both own only they were both only on two lists. Am I to remember that correctly? Yeah, yeah. Everything was only on two lists except for Field of Dreams. Hmm. I just hmm. what was number four again? Moneyball. And what was five? Bad, Bad News, News Bears. Bears. Me personally, I would put League of Their Own first and then 42. So League of Their Own number two? Uh -huh. I, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be the one to say that. Yeah. Okay. Although I, I have not seen, we all know, I have not seen 42, so I'm out of that conversation, but I would have thought League of Their Own would have been higher than 42. Yeah. Okay. Quotable moments. 42 had a lot of great performances, but mm -hmm. I can see that. Okay, yeah. so then so then uh we're going Field of Dreams, League of Their Own, mm -hmm. 42, 42, mm-hmm. Money, Money Ball, Ball. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Okay, first of all. I might be a terrible person for saying this, but I feel like Moneyball should be number three and 42 maybe even should be number four. How do you feel about that? Ooh, Matt, we're going to let you defend. Well, Matt, you love both those movies. I, I love both movies. And I, I just, I, I like 42 more than I like Moneyball. Um, even though I love math, you know, uh, as everyone knows. Um, right. well, 42 is a number, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I the performances in 42 were so good, but so were the performances in Moneyball. Right. I, I, I so, was 42 above Moneyball. Okay. Okay. Vidalia, you good? Um, I'm good. Yeah. And and in terms of that, I I I don't remember seeing Moneyball, so I don't know if I saw it or not. I feel like I have, but I think maybe I've just heard about it, and I haven't actually watched it. Um, and yeah, I. I, I don't know. I think the the historical significance of forty two um, merits it, and and the the acting um, Chadwick. Oh, you know, um, I don't know. I feel like number three is a good spot for that one. But can we say Fever Pitch is an honorable mention? Yes. Or which one? Fever Pitch. Oh Fever yeah, Pitch. yeah, definitely. Fever Pitch is an honorable mention. That's Just the top. Yeah, because like, like, who doesn't like Jimmy Fallon, and who isn't still slightly in love with Drew Barrymore? So cute, right? I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so cute. All right, see Moneyball. If if you don't remember seeing Brad Pitt playing um um the dad to a little girl who plays guitar, then you haven't seen Moneyball. There's yeah, I haven't. Then I don't know. I don't remember oh, that. I just. But I feel like maybe maybe I just feel like I should have watched it, and so I've convinced myself that I did, but I really didn't. <laughs> Brad, Brad Pitt is great. Everybody is great in Moneyball. Um, 
Okay. You definitely need to watch it. It's so good. Uh, the homework is Alicia, watch Moneyball. Oh, no. Alicia, watch yeah. 42. Uh, yes. watch Moneyball. Uh, I will watch The Natural. The Natural didn't make the list. I think list. we all need to. I, it's been years and years, and, like maybe 30 some odd years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, uh, I have a question about the natural Matt um you had mentioned that he was a, a deadbeat dad with by accident was it he just remind me because I feel like I just saw this not that long ago but I'm not even sure like since since the pandemic began I think I, I saw it um he didn't know he had a son right yeah, and then he comes back and he realizes yeah and she told him right before his big at bat that, that's right. the Okay. Yes. Then I did see it. Okay. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get in his head. Okay. <laughs> oh man, guys. Okay. Is this right before we, we say goodbye, I wanted to introduce you to my friend. My little friend. Oh is. my gosh. What is that? Oh, is that from Arvin High? It's from the Bakersfield, Californian. Oh wow. Wow. I, did, I, I did the numbers for for uh, the official Arvin High stats that year. So, <laughs> oh my God. so you messed it up then. Four four forty six sounds crazy. No, not for four forty six. Yeah, my brother batted three seventy, something like that, and, and uh, other people and Jose batted higher. Yeah, and that just well, doesn't sound human. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jose, Jose was getting hits left and right, home runs, all that stuff. He's that was short- Jose's junior year, right? His junior year. This was, I think, his senior year that he got all area shortstop. Mm, Gabe, thought- Gabe was um, uh, honorable mention all area that year. Wow. Okay, see, so yeah. I Coach don't know Sat- what he got his junior year. Maybe he was honorable mention. I don't know. Coach Satterfield? Yes. Yeah, yeah. a lot of great stories about Coach Satterfield. If you yes, I hear a lot if, about him and Tadpole a lot. If you, if you played sports, a lot of great stories about mm-hmm. Coach Satterfield. Um, okay. Well, anyway, thanks, a lot, guys. thanks a lot, guys. Um, so uh, coming soon, we've got, uh, I got a couple other podcasts in the works. I was telling uh, Vidalia coming soon, uh, we're going to be doing, uh, not all of you guys, uh, but uh, Comic Talk will be doing uh, soon, uh, top five Taylor Swift songs, um, top <laughs> Top five albums that? of the Lilith era and uh, top five. What do we decide? Is it alternative or synth pop? Uh, 83 to 88, Alicia? I don't know what exactly. I don't know that it has it. an official title. Yeah. But we haven't yeah. narrowed it down yet. Yeah. Uh, 83 to 88. Good music. Uh, all of those are coming within the next six weeks, I think. And I'm, I'm working on a couple other ones. So. Uh, definitely open to suggestions of whatever you guys want to tackle next. It's always so much fun uh, to get together with you guys on a Sunday morning and talk about something we love, regardless of what it is. Um, Wait, it's Sunday morning? Is this Sunday? Yeah, it's Sunday. It depends, it depends on when you put this out. Is it the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for taking time from your guys' busy days. I know you guys all have so much more to do than talk to me. Uh, but thanks for doing it. Always a pleasure. Right. Always fun. Yes. Always so much fun. Thank you. you. Right. <laughs>